This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Your secret go-to pantry staple. For Bobby Flay, it's... I'll tell you in just a moment. Good afternoon and listen right now or else. To the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. No, you are listening to us. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi, that's me. Pick up your uh, telephone and uh, ringy the dingy at 651-641-1071. What's your secret go-to pantry staple? Colleen, you might be asking why I'm asking. Why are you asking? Thanks for asking why I'm asking. I knew you might be asking why I'm asking. Here's why I'm asking. Bobby Flay showed off his secret panty s- pantry staple. Oh my gosh, you! <laughs> and <laughs> it's you were his, trying not to do it, and you did it. It's his secret go-to ingredient that he puts in so many things. Do you want to know what he puts in things? I do. Bobby Flay puts anchovies. In lots of things. That's his secret go-to pantry staple. That's nasty. I know, and you're probably like, why was he asking? And I'll even save you the question of having to ask, but he took a tour of his pantry, which I actually love when celebrities do this, because I am just utterly fascinated by people's pantries. Like, I literally just wish there was a YouTube channel of, like, celebrity pantries. Celebrity pantry tours? Yeah, like MTV, where are you when I need you? And all the pervs, like, tune in thinking they're getting something else. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where do you put staples in your panties no um <laughs> pantry staples and um in on the tour he shows off all this stuff which you know again i just love to see like what kind of canned tomatoes does bobby flay you know use what kind and of and what kind does he use he uses um they're called muti which i feel like Lori would know because isn't that mm-hmm. the nickname she has for her isn't mom yeah doesn't it mean mother yeah, in German. Yeah, but this is Italian, so I don't know what it means in Italian. But it's a brand of Italian tomatoes that people love. It's like cheap chic, I think. You know, like you can get them mm. at the grocery store, but they're good quality. Only the best t- Italian tomatoes are muti. Anyway, so 651-641-1071, what's your secret go-to pantry staple? Colleen, I know you have one, and I'm so excited, and I know the listeners are, for you to open up your pantries and oh, tell us. let me show you my pantries. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> you know what I I use a lot is and I always have it and I have many I have backup canisters of it is panko. Oh, breadcrumbs. Yeah. But like the specifically the panko breadcrumbs which aren't as um fine. Yeah. I just they're they're real crispy and yeah. I like them and we use them on a lot of things. Like we use it to hold together 
all kinds of stuff. We bread <laughs> stuff in together. It what we, like a door? No, like a like if we're making like a meatball or something, mm, I sure. use a panko instead of the like really fine breadcrumbs. Yeah. I like to use it to batter things. It's just, you know, it's real versatile. All right. So breadcrumbs for Colleen. And uh, mm-hmm. I was going to ask Holly, but I know she's picking up the phone. So I'll let her do that while I tell you what What's mine yours? is. I've got several. What's in your pantries? Uh, I'm going to open up my pantries right now and tell you that I have several. But uh, number one, this is the one that I just I use more than uh like it occurred to me at some point, like you use this a lot more than you realize. I think cornstarch, and I know oh, you're yeah. like cornstarch. What? But I I fry things in cornstarch, like pan fry things, or I'll dust things in cornstarch. Oh my god! If you're ever oven baking chicken, just roll them suckers in cornstarch, mm. and it will keep your chicken parts real juicy, and Ooh, then juicy. it'll make the skin real crips. Cripsy. Cripsy and juicy. That's how we like it. Yeah. So um, if you have uh, cornstarch, I just, I mean. So just the cornstarch and nothing else. Just. Well, spices, like whatever spices you want, but then, sure. but then dust but it in cornstarch. You don't corn need starch. an egg. You don't no. need to do all no. the, you don't need to do a dredge or anything. And like sometimes that. I will just sprinkle cornstarch over top of my chicken parts. And actually, mm. the other day I did it, I did it with sweet potato cubes. Wow, I dusted you did it with sweet potatoes. <laughs> Me and the sweet potatoes got really. <laughs> hey. No, um, I dusted you my sprinkled the my the cubes, cubes in <laughs> cornstarch. Yeah, and it got Ooh. real cripsy. Nice. Anyway, Holly, who's on the phone with their secret pantry staples? We've got Marley. Marley's on the phone. Hey, let Mar- us into your secret pantry. Yeah, Marley, let us into your secret pantry. What you got in there, honey? I use Dijon mustard in almost everything. So yes. from like egg bakes to pasta salads, to like dressings, it goes on almost. It goes in almost everything. Do you have like a, a favorite brand that you, or are you brand uh, agnostic? I definitely buy the Grey Poupon. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So Dijon on everything. What's your <laughs> What's your favorite thing to put it in that most people would be surprised at? Um, I think people are sometimes surprised that when I put it, like, in an egg bake, I make, like, an everything bagel egg bake frequently for, like, family get-togethers and brunches, Yum. and that's always in it. It just adds, like, tanginess to it. Yes, so. I love it! <laughs> Marley, thank you so much. That's a wonderful, I love, I put uh, Dijon mustard in all sorts of stuff. I put it in greens. Um, I love a Dijon mustard vinaigrette. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes, and I, li- I like the gray poopin too. And let me tell you something. It is so simple. Like a little bit of white wine vinegar, a little olive oil, and that gray poupon. And like, yeah, poop on that gray. It is so good. Yeah. yeah Holly, man. who else is on the phone? Maddie's here. Okay, Maddie, let us into your secret pantry. What's, what's, uh, what's hot in there? Hey, Maddie. Hi. Um, Pampered Chef makes this um, seasoning. It's called garlic garlic. Ooh, tell me about it. So much better than just like regular garlic salt, or it's just I don't know. It's got all sorts of deliciousness in one little container. So is it like a powdery? Uh... No, it's not. It's it's more like chunks. I mean, oh. that sounds really oh. bad, but it's like <laughs> it's more of like it's just it's very concentrated. So you don't need a lot, like you need with garlic powder. Yeah. No, I and love. Then, what else? Trader Joe's makes an everything bagel seasoning. Oh, honey, yes. Girl. I'm yes. telling you, it's amazing. You mm-hmm. can put that. What do you love to put that on? Um, I love it on potatoes. 
Oh, I'll just yes. throw it on like my potatoes and bake them with butter. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. That's and amazing. That sounds really good. One, so. <laughs> Maddie, thank you so much. And I can speak highly of the Trader Joe's. Um, I will say Costco makes a version of that too. And um, I am a glutton for gluttony. And so the Trader like the Costco has it in Bradley bulk. likes bulk in his pantry. <laughs> I do. Man, I got a lot of bulk in my pantry, honey. <laughs> it is so hefty down there. <laughs> Uh, but no, the, but you know what? I love to put that on. I put that on a salad. It gives a little crunch and some salt. Ooh, that everything mm. bagel seasoning. Yum, yum, yum. Any other pantry secrets, Colleen? Um, listen, I too, and I don't have the fancy kind of tomatoes that Bobby Flay has, but I have so many crushed tomatoes in my pantry. It's insane because I use. What it do you put for, them in? Well, I use it. We make a lot of homemade pasta. Mm. So we need, then we also will do like an easy homemade tomato sauce. Yeah. But like I use it for soups. I use it for hot dishes. I use it for, yeah, just like a lot. We braise things in it. Like, yeah, get yourself some crushed tomatoes. Holly, uh, I I know of one of your pantry staples, which is creepy that I'm all up in your pantry, but... Nutritional yeast. Yeah, that too. But um, do you want to share one of your favorite pantry staples? Yeah, I think I just mentioned it a couple weeks ago on the air, actually. It's better than bouillon. Mm -hmm, That's Uh one of my favorites. It is, yeah. Do you have a favorite uh, kind, the roast chicken or the beef or what? I like the roast chicken and I use it in everything. It's also a good substitute when the recipe calls for white wine oh I'll just use a little bit of that and some water instead because i don't really keep wine in the house yeah and i'm not going to make a special trip to go buy it i love better than bouillon and um, i'll put that before i would make my own broth i would just put a little bit of that with the water that i would add to make rice mm-hmm. um or like couscous or anything like literally a tablespoon of better than bouillon will um just radically change your life forever mm-hmm. or at least yeah. your meal yeah. Makes everything more chickeny. Yes. It just gives you an umami flavor. Mm. <laughs> All right. When we come back, thanks for. There's no way you can use the term umami and not sound like a D bag. Yeah, it's true. But but it's... I'm telling you, you know, umami is just such a real. It's just such an unctuous thing. It's very rich. <laughs> unctuous. Uh, she says. Uh, no, I did that on purpose. Okay, when we come back, we Colleen wants us to discuss this new narrative that Pete Davidson is a diva, and uh, she'll tell us why when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. It's early Pete Davidson's a total diva, or at least that's what people are saying, and we'll find out why in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thanks for joining us as we uh, try to stay alive in this delightful weather. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Staying alive, staying alive. And uh, I'm very excited to hear all about Pete Davidson, uh, Colleen, so please share. Okay, so well, here's my question. As, as uh, as we dip into these waters, I want you to listen to this report and tell tell me who benefits from this story. Like who might be who might be the source on this story? Okay, I think it's bizarre. So, and it showed up in more than one place, but this, the, the version I'm sharing with you is particularly from um, the sun, not the glowing orb in the sky, the tabloid. U.S. sun, the tabloid. A source close to the SNL cast, so 
the whole cast apparently um, has uh, has disclosed that Pete's recent antics with Kim Kardashian are starting to annoy some of his colleagues at Saturday Night Live. Um, quote. Pete has become a total diva at SNL. He missed the first few days of rehearsal last week and was allowed to still be on Saturday's show. Normally, if you miss any rehearsals, you're out of the show on Saturday night, and the cast is starting to turn on him. This is, of course, according to a source, quote, he also now has security for when he's outside the building. Colin Jost married an actual movie star, and yet Pete is getting more attention. Oh, God. The son uh, reached out to Pete's representatives for comment and heard nothing in return. Okay, so first of all, going back to a previous segment, nobody talks like that. No. Second of all, like that is a hilarious petty statement. It makes me think it's actually Scarlett Johansson that <laughs> was jealous. the source on this. Colin Jost ma- married, married an, an actual, actual movie celebrity. Star. And Pete's getting more attention. Um, but, like, wh- where is this coming from, do you think? Like, who looks good in this? I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I don't have a <laughs> I know, good, right? I don't have an obvious <sighs> answer, I guess. I mean, honestly, I feel like it's, if, if I were going to, like, guess, it's like Kanye West. But I don't think he cares enough to do this. You know, I will say it wouldn't surprise me if there was somebody on the cast of SNL who's just like had enough of Pete Davidson's shenanigans, although I would just say welcome to Saturday Night Live. But I will say also, I just I'm going to keep saying I will also say that the idea of him being a diva, this is not new. And remember, there was this whole period of time where allegedly, supposedly Pete Davidson was gonna um, maybe leave well not only leave but was what's his name's lauren michael's lauren golden Mike- boy yeah yeah so i don't think this is new per se so maybe there's just a disgruntled snl cast member who feels like they're not getting the attention they deserve which i'm like oh well, god i can only imagine what it's like to work in a place where everybody wants to be i shouldn't say everybody but a lot of people have very strong egos So, interestingly, this Sun article goes on to say that since he started dating Kim, Pete has gotten these high-profile gigs beyond Saturday Night Live. Um, He's set to star in a new horror thriller called The Home, which begins production later in the month. Um, He also has roles in American Soul with Camila Mendez and Bad Bunny. Well, he also has uh, the role of Kim Kardashian's boyfriend currently. Well, yeah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. 
for the ones who get it done. That's the point, though, is that this article is pointing out that ever since he started dating Kim Kardashian, he's got all these big projects. He's also going to be in the things they carry with uh, carried with Tom Hardy. And but this can, article is pointing it back to his dating Kim. Yeah, but can we say that a publicationship? that's not because of his relationship with Kim? That's right. his relationship with Kim is a part of the thing that is his career blowing up. Like he he has decided to take his career to the next level or a level or is trying to get his career to that level. And so a lot of this, I think that's the reason why he and Kim are together. I don't think it's like you date Kim and suddenly the world wants everything right. you have to offer. Because right. he was already it's- he was already on an upward trajectory. It's just um, that I think that that's one of the many roles he is securing. I do think you were onto something when you kind of said it sounds like a disgruntled SNL staffer. I mean, it just it just does sort of sound like sour grapes. And I would say like to, somebody's like, he shouldn't have been on the show on Saturday because he missed two rehearsals. Yeah, and I have to show up for every rehearsal. I was going to say, you know, them bitchy people over there, like they're feeling that way, right? They're just mm-hmm. like, why do I have to show up at this time? And that person doesn't have to. I mean, it's totally believable. But also, I would say to that person, like, um, well... I would like to introduce you to something called the world. Mm-hmm. And this Hi. is just how things happen when it comes to celebrity. Well, and also you're on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Be grateful. Like, and stop your you're moaning. on Saturday Night Live. Do you know how many people wish <laughs> Although, keep moaning that? so we can talk about it, please, and well, thank yes, you. Well, yes, by all means. But also, you're on Saturday Night Live. Like... Do you know how many people want to be on Saturday Night Live and they're not on Saturday Night Live? Mm-hmm. It's okay. That's true. true. Colin Jost, though, he married an actual celebrity mm. and he doesn't even get this level of attention. <laughs> That's like my favorite line in the whole yeah. thing. Oh, the world. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. The world continues to turn into terrible, terrible places. And when we come back, that terrible place is where we crown a celebrity uh, or two or tabloid that behaves badly. We call them Lord and Lady D-Bag. Right here on My Talk 1071. Hey, back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071, streaming live and doing everything on our app. Download that app if you haven't already, because you can listen to um, old episodes of our program, our podcasts, original content, and more. And you can also get listener rewards. Head to uh, your favorite app store, download the MyTalk app. And good afternoon, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And now we need to tell you about celebrities acting like wiener D-bags. faces. We call them. D-bags. <laughs> Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Can we change it to Lord and Lady Wiener Face? <laughs> That'd be kind of Please. hilarious. I would like that. I would appreciate that. You know, put that on the file. Who's your Lord Thanks. and Lady Wiener Face for the day, Colleen? Um, Caitlin Becker for DailyMail.com. Oh, is that like a reporter? Yeah, she's the reporter. Okay, so why? No, it's just kind what of the Caitlin Daily do? Mail. I mean, she wrote this headline. Renee Zellweger is a beaming stepmom in training at the park with boyfriend Aunt Anstead's two-year-old son, Hudson. 
stepmom in training? Oh, that's not, we don't do that, no. Okay, then, let's just, you know what, that wasn't enough. Let's go to the first sentence of the article. If Renee Zellweger was auditioning for the role of stepmom, she'd be sure to get to the part after spending an action-packed day babysitting her boyfriend's son. Okay. No. No, we don't do that. No. It's terrible. That is awful. Stepmom in training? Also, they're just dating. They're not engaged. They're not like... Also, no, we don't do that. Also, um, Renee Zellweger, what are you doing? Like, this is... Well, this I seems thought like she was sitting obvious... at home waiting for somebody to call. Yeah, because, well, we learned yesterday in a blind item that she likes to sit in the room and not watch TV or look at her phone because she doesn't really have much going on. Um, but... She's literally in a park in Laguna Beach by herself with a child, Mm -hmm. and it begs the question, did she do this on purpose? Well, do you know who I bet did? Aunt Anne said. Yeah. He's like, hey, why don't you take my kids to the park? Also, she's doing the, like, monkey bars herself. Mm Mm-hmm. While the child is running the opposite direction. I'm just kidding. (laughs) The kid is watching. Into traffic. No. But, yeah, she's definitely (laughs) playing on the playground herself. Like, honey, that's not for you. That's for the child. But no, it's Mm -hmm. weird because, like, they're totally alone. It's just the two of them. And, like, she knows that she's being watched. Oh, for sure. And it's not that she's not allowed to go outside. It's just that, like, you have to wonder, here's a lady in a publication ship. Is she using this child for publicity? Yeah. That's the part that I think. How dare you imply that a celebrity would do this? (laughs) Won't somebody please think of the children? That's the part I think that annoys me the most about this is like she's like you said, she's very much aware that somebody's watching her. And like she's not even just using Aunt Anstead now. She's using his child. How dare she? Will she stop at well, nothing? I, I do feel like she probably doesn't have her own free will, and he probably made her do that. So, I mean, I'm sure... I'm joking, like, but, but seriously... No, but like, truly, I'm sure she was like... I'm sure he was like, I have something to do. Can you just hang with the kid? And she was like, sure. And then he was like, beep boop 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 beep Hello. Yeah, and she's like, how Renee Zellweger will be with a me? child. Yeah, exactly. It's because your fiancé, or... Well, they're not fiancés yet, but... No. Mm. Anywho, just so you know, she um, didn't seem to tire chasing her pint-sized pal around the playground, and she was spotted grinning ear to ear while pushing him on the swings. Oh, that's delightful. Yeah. I'm glad that she gets some time with a child. Mm -hmm. Well, she didn't have to sit around and wait for him to call. It's true. He doesn't have a cell phone. Bradley, um, who's your D bag? Thank you for asking. It's Wiener Face. Remember, we're doing Wiener Faces. Sorry, today. who's your Wiener Face today? <laughs> My Wiener Face is Holly. Get your trigger finger ready because I have a fart in a jar, lady update. <laughs> thank you. There it is. So, who's fart in a jar, lady Colleen? So that's the lady who is from Ninety Day Fiance, who is making like fifty thousand dollars a day putting her flatulence in a mason jar with a rose petal and sending it to people who paid for the privilege. Yeah. She ended up getting herself in uh, some intestinal trouble. Yeah, remember she ate too many beans and yogurt, too much yogurt, and ended up going to the emergency room because she thought she was having a heart attack, but it was really mm-hmm. a fart attack. 
Yeah. So then she had to stop her business. Well, I have some good news for you. The news oh, is... Oh, she's back up and running? No. Oh. She found oh. true love. Oh, that's great. So the headline that caught my eye was, Woman who went viral for selling farts in jars reveals she's found love with a fan. And I don't mean like... An, uh, oh, no. So now he doesn't need it in a jar anymore. He gets it fresh. Yes. Um, also, I didn't mean like a ceiling fan, um, an okay. actual... An actual person who liked what she was offering. <laughs> Steph Matto, who's 31. Likes her brand. <laughs> liked her brand. Went vi- I really am a fan of your brand there, honey. <laughs> Steph Matto went viral earlier this month after revealing that she had earned a staggering $200,000 plus from Tootin in jars oh before she gosh. suffered a uh, fart attack for squeeze oh my god as this daily star says for squeezing out one too many (laughs) um but uh, the good news is that things are looking up for her because she's now sharing details of her life in the romance department she uh, revealed that she found love in a hopeless place. Now, what's the song say? She found yeah. love with a fan who sat near her on a plane and offered to take pictures. And he was like, <laughs> Do I know you? I, I know that. You smell I familiar. know that smell. <laughs> she revealed she might have found love with a fan who sat near her on a plane and offered to take pictures of her with champagne. She was flying, you might wonder where, to Turks and Caicos when she met a mystery fella. On Instagram, she said, I'm actually in Turks and Caicos with someone special right now who I met through this fart jar thing. Oh, my gosh. Well, you know. She says, no. oh, my God, you guys, seriously. I got on my flight. I'm sitting in business class and I have my mask on. The person next to me keeps glancing over and I'm trying to show that I'm smiling because he can't see that I'm smiling. So she's trying to smile through all, her mask. We can all relate to so that. She's we can smizing. She's smizing. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes, so we get our champagne right before we take off. Well, that's a nice flex. She's telling us that she's sitting in, you know, business class or whatever. The champagne section. I take my mask off. And as I'm about to have a drink and take a picture of myself, he's like, oh, you want me to take a better picture? I can take it from a higher angle. The next thing you know, Colleen, the man asked her if she was an influencer. And she said, basically, he knew the whole story. He's been following my whole story online. He's aware. How could you avoid it? He's aware. Her whole story, Colleen. He's Mm. aware that I'm fart in a jar girl. And we're basically talking about fart jars the whole time. I feel like fart jars have found me love. It's honestly like I'm living in a Twilight Zone right now because it feels so surreal. Okay. Um, Thank you. (laughs) Look, she's got a hustle and she's sticking to it, this stuff, because, you know, we talked about the fact that she can't sell her fart jars anymore because she got too blocked up. Well, now Mm -hmm. she's selling fart jar nfts yeah so she's oh. selling nf toots <laughs> thank mm-hmm. you non-fart toots non-fartable toots, toots. <laughs> toots. <laughs> so because you can buy an nft of her fart jar 
And some special ones can actually be redeemed for real fart jars. So indeed, she is back in business. Um, also, can you guys do me a favor? So again, I just am marveling at this, the whole conversation. He was very aware that I'm farting a jar girl. And we were basically talking about fart jars the whole time. I feel like fart jars have found me love. Okay. Please go to the article uh, that I shared for the story and do me a favor. And it's like her, there's a picture of her like on her kitchen table, I think. Yep. Uh, it's like on her, yeah, on her counter on the island. Yeah, it's a table. Would you please look at her big toe? Okay, I saw that and I was like, what's oh, wrong with her toe? That is, big? A, Wait, hold on that a is a Photoshop. That's a Photoshop her, thing. Because if that's her real toe, <laughs> she's, there's the other people of- with other fetishes that I think would really enjoy her. Which Tootsie am I looking at? So oh, you can't a, miss it, Holly. Holly, you can't no, seriously. Miss it. It's like I, a claw. I know, but sometimes I can't handle looking at these Instagrams in real time, so I gotta be prepared. Is it the one where she's in bed? No, it's the one where she's no, on a she's, kitchen table. She's on a kitchen table. She's You'll wearing like a strapless gown and um Yeah, and her in the Daily Star article. Oh, in the Daily Star article, thank yeah, you. Yeah, sorry, yeah. not the Holly likes to go straight to the source. <laughs> Yeah, at least like I'm on Instagram. Did you see her toe? What? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's huge, you guys. It's like its own. It's got its own zip code. I like, can't stand these people. Holly's <laughs> lost it again. She'll be checking out for the next segment. I know. I the toe, we- just to give the listener who's not listening some comparison, that toe is about the size of what? <laughs> It's like a golf ball. No, it's bigger than that. It's like a lemon. <laughs> As compared, and I don't understand the Photoshop fail. <laughs> Me neither. So I can't figure like, it out. What was she doing that it all of a sudden made her toe well, the size maybe, of a foot? Maybe she's on some particular OnlyFans, Instagram. and she needed to Photoshop that thing to really get some oh, people going. She's on, hold on, she's on unfiltered.com, so she's not on OnlyFans. That's like the, the X-rated sell your panties kind of thing? Oh, I think Fart so. In a jar. Um, yeah. I mean, she's telling people <laughs> to visit a link on unfiltered.com, a new platform for creators to connect. Mm. Uh-huh. Creators. We know what she was creating. Well, oh, anyway. Man, I can't handle these influencers. True love, I just want you to know if you're still single out there, fart in a jar lady ain't, <laughs> and uh, you should probably feel extra lonely today. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the lady who sells her fart in a jar found a guy. <laughs> Holly. With a giant toe. When we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh, Tori Spelling? More like Bory spelling, and I'll tell you why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. There's hope for we us won all. the weather. At least those of us here in Minnesota. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hi. And I know you wanted to know what was up with Tori spelling. More like Bory spelling. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys remember how Tori and Dean were constantly five seconds away from getting divorced? Well, how could we forget they were telling us constantly? Yeah, I know. Exactly. So did they get divorced? Well, good news. They're still getting divorced. That is, they're still together as they have been this entire time. But don't worry. They could run in opposite directions at any moment. 
which also is kind of like how Russia right now is threatening to invade Ukraine. And everybody's like, are you or aren't you? They're like, we could, but we're not going to. But maybe we are. You but it could know. happen you any minute. Are the Tory you... and Dean of international relations? Exactly. I'm not Everybody sure which one. Stay on your toes. I'm not stay sure on which one is Russia and which one is Ukraine. But uh, I don't want to offend either. So I will just tell you the story that Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. Thank you. I was waiting for that. Have updated us and said that Tory Spelling and Dean McDermott are still attempting to work on their marriage. A source. Close to the couple. Tori. Tells. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. E.T., not the extraterrestrial, but the uh, news outlet. <laughs> but boy, I want to go with that storyline. That the couple home. is, quote, going through a rough patch. They're in a tough space. You know, Colleen, Tori and Dean are still going through that rough patch in a tough space. It's been difficult for them. Okay. We know. Things aren't great <laughs> between them. talking about it. Things aren't great between them, Colleen. But, you know, they're still attempting to work things out for the sake of the children. Okay. Can I just speak on behalf of children? Yeah. No. No, you don't have to do this for us. You don't have to try this hard. You don't have to tell the awesome. tabloids how hard you're trying. Just be done, because this is toxic, and I don't mean in a cute Britney Spears way. No, you're absolutely right, and we've said this before. So for the listener who's just showing up, like the reason this story is ludicrous is because this fake story about how they're going to divorce divorce has been around for months now. Remember at one point she was looking all businessy, uh, having a meeting in the parking lot of a supermarket with a yellow legal pad that said, like, divorce husband. Yeah, um, and like get estimate on pig pen. Like, yeah, it was literally a normal daily to do. It was like pick up cheese, <laughs> divorce Dean, right? And she's holding it towards the camera that she pretended she was not aware of, right? Yes. Okay, I have another mystery though. So that this is oh. why we're talking about this. And basically, now that everybody's back post holiday. They just want you to know, hey, we're still here not being together, although we still live together and are totally married and are still raising our children, but not, but it could melt at any time, right? Okay. So that's where we're at. But I have another right. mystery for us to solve. What? Well, as I was reading through this article in ET, they kind of do that thing that most stories do in tabloids where they're like, here's a little bit of news. Basically, a source is telling us this, right? And then they do that, like, let me tell you about where we've been for the last year with these people, right? Mm -hmm. And then they go through the whole list of all the things that have happened with them, like why they've ended up in headlines. Do you remember recently where Dean went on social media and said something about his health? I do remember. Are you talking about how he had COVID? Yes. Oh, it's interesting that you say that. They all had COVID, and he said he thought he was going to die. Oh, interesting that you say that. He had what? COVID. Okay, now do me a favor and open the article that I have put on this particular segment for today's show. Mm -hmm. And scroll down. There's a photo of, like, the family in front of a tree. 
And yep. right underneath that Minus is... Minus Dean, which makes it very obvious that they were on the outs. Exactly. And it says, see where it says Dean took to Instagram to explain his <gasps> absence? Hmm. And can you read those words? Yeah. Dean took to Instagram to explain his absence, telling his followers that he was, quote, sick as a dog with pneumonia. Happy New Year, everyone. I'm down but not out. Pneumonia sucks. Um... Hmm. Okay, that that's not... He didn't have pneumonia. Well, he might have had pneumonia. I don't know. But I remember because we followed this story. Mm-hmm. He said that COVID sucked. Well, everybody said that... What the story was was that all them and all their kids, so Tori Dean and all their children, all had COVID. Yeah, and the, but the had, there was a specifically a story about him, if I remember correctly, where it was like, you know, Tori was like, the whole family got COVID, and she felt bad, and she talked about, like, totally relatable stuff that a lot of people can relate to, like, I felt like a failure, blah, blah, blah. Like, she had all that stuff, but there was a very specific post that he did, which talked about, like, he got COVID, and this was no joke, or it was a lot yeah. worse than he thought. But now it's he, interesting... He said- COVID-19 scared the bleep out of me. He feared that he would be put on a ventilator due to his COVID-19 system systems symptoms. But what's interesting is he now says pneumonia and so does ET. And I just wonder, like, look, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they maybe he developed pneumonia from COVID. That's a totally possible thing. I'm yeah. just pointing out the weird dissonance between what we were told initially and what we're told now and i don't know yeah, whenever dean and tori say things i think that there's a good chance they're like you know yeah yeah no telling I tales not that looking... not that they weren't sick but that like something weird is going on so i'm back now reading an article from uh page six from january 9th which is you know like over a week ago um, where he's going on and on and on and on and on about the COVID-19 symptoms. He never says anything about, oh, okay. Here, this might this might help right. us. Shed news some light, girl. Yeah, news of McDermott's COVID-19 diagnosis comes shortly after he revealed he was bedridden on New Year's Eve due to contracting pneumonia over oh, the holidays. Oh, okay. Mm. So yeah. this was an earlier so, post. Got it. Correct. Yeah. So, okay. So now, listen, they're liars, but now we've proven they don't always lie. <laughs> but they don't always lie. <laughs> That's the moral of the story. I just, I, I saw that and I was like, oh, that was weird. I thought he was very vocal about it being COVID and the whole family, in fact, allegedly, yeah. according to Tori, got COVID. Can I just ask, like, what, what do we think the next phase of this storyline is actually going to be? Because... Either they're going to get divorced they're not or they're divorced. not going to get divorced. Yeah, they're right? not getting divorced. Mm-mm. Okay, so then let's go with that. So then how are they, what's the what's the pivot when they do decide to stay together? She'll what's have some like, don't you, I mean, can't you write this? I feel like you could write this. Well, I feel like we've written it before and that's why I'm like, is it going to be different this time where it's like, we really worked on our relationship and I mean, remember got Emily like a reality Goodhand. show and oh God. Emily yeah. Goodhand. Yeah, his like alleged adulteress. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who isn't a real person. Who doesn't actually exist. Um, and I think it was an all in an attempt to get a show. So I wouldn't be surprised if this fails to turn into a show that you're just going to, like, the story's just going to maybe fade away. I don't feel like Ugh. there's going to be a shocking twist, right? Have Tori and Dean ever been on a celebrity couples therapy show? 
I'm surprised that the, I, you know, I would be surprised if they, I don't think they have been though. I think if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't, I think they would see that as below them. Oh, sure. Like they don't want to be on one of those yeah. reality shows. We're where not a lot Dina of other Lohan people. and Michael right. Lohan. Right. They want their own. They want a headline. Yeah. Their own reality. She show. wants her own show. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame her. I mean, if you're going to hustle, hustle for something good. When exactly. we come back, Colleen has a question for us. What is the food you find impossible to eat gracefully? What food is impossible for you to eat gracefully? 651-641-1071. We'll find out your answers when we return right here on My Talk 1071.